0: You're listening to The Athletic Mind with your hosts, Taylor Cook and Lauren Williams. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind, where we dig deep and shed light on the mental side of sports for athletes and coaches by having open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind. I'm running solo again this week, and you'll notice that this week's episode is coming out a day later than usual. Life has been pretty hectic on this side of the world, for those of you who are not in North America. Lots of things going on with moving, getting settled, lots of new projects rolling down the pipeline. So, unfortunately, haven't had as much time to commit to making sure that we're getting all of these episodes out to you every single Wednesday. But we are obviously hoping to make sure that we get back on track with this so we can make sure that we're providing you with a lot of the valuable information and tools that you need not only as athletes, but as coaches and as athletic directors to be able to make some really informed decisions about how it is that you can support yourself, your team, and your organization. Now, all of that being said... It is officially May and for those that do not know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And this topic in particular is something that's really near and dear to my heart because I've of course struggled with my mental health while I was in university and still periodically have to make sure I'm keeping my head in check so I'm able to to perform and show up and be there for myself and for others. But I've also had a lot of family members who have been impacted by this. And, and in particular, my dad, who just passed in in March, I grew up with him and he was bipolar. So like, I've been exposed to a lot of the issues in and around mental health for a very long time. And breaking that stigma is something that's super important, not just for myself, not just for athletes, but for all human beings on the face of the planet. And to provide a little bit of insight, recent statistics on the global mental health crisis show that one in four people will be affected by mental health illness at some point in their life. That is, 25% of the population are most likely to be impacted by some sort of mental illness at some point in their life. Now, when we look specifically at college athletes, that number is even more staggering. And so I'm looking here at an article from Athletes for Hope and to quote the article, it says, with young adults, especially college athletes, the statistics are startling with 33% of all college students experiencing significant symptoms of depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Among that group, 30% seek help, but of the college athletes with mental health conditions, only 10% seek help. Among professional athletes, data shows that up to 35% of elite athletes suffer from a mental crisis which may manifest as stress, eating disorders, burnout, or depression and anxiety. So statistically speaking, when we compare professional and elite athletes as a group to the entire population as a whole, those who are competing in any sort of professional or elite sport are actually more likely to experience mental health problems than the average person. And there's a lot of different reasons for this. Because as athletes, we're kind of held to like a different different level. We have pressures coming from so many different areas of life that it can be really, really challenging to cope with. And when we typically have looked at athletes, especially like superstar athletes in the past, we kind of idolize them, right? Like they're just these immaculate people who are capable of doing some really incredible things within their sport. And it's so hard to see them as being human before an athlete that we don't imagine that they, you know, can't handle anything that life throws at them when that is absolutely not true. It's always human before athlete, 110%. And this is why it's so important that. We push the topic of mental health in sports because athletes deserve to have that support for themselves, whether they are student athletes or professional athletes, or even really young ages. We're starting to see that mental health is is beginning at a very, very early age and starting to impact adolescents in their day-to-day lives. So this is why having this conversation in and around mental health is so so important for us to be having. Even if I think to my own experience when I was in university, I felt like I should be doing more. I constantly felt like I needed to be doing the best in all areas of life athletic, academic, volunteering in the community. And I'm pretty open about my experiences there because I don't want anyone else to get trapped into this feeling of like having to do, 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 go, go, go all the time and absolutely burn yourself out and then start to experience a bunch of symptoms of mental health illness and have that impact your day-to-day life. It is not something I would ever wish on anyone. When I was in the midst of that, I didn't see that as being a mental health condition or symptom or something that was indicating that things were not right. And if we were focusing a bit more education in and around mental health and openly discussing these things, I think that's really what's going to help people understand that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to open up and share things. It's okay to talk to people and let people in so you don't feel like you're going it alone. And now what I love to see a lot of is that we're seeing some of these really big star athletes and also not star athletes like people who have come from college and university and they're opening up and talking about their experiences with struggling with mental health, depression, anxiety, all of these things and it's really starting to open the conversation. I just want to make sure that people are aware of how important that is. So like we're seeing people like Michael Phelps who struggle with depression and anxiety and he is very openly discussing this with people making sure that they understand you know just because I'm an Olympian does not mean that I am not going to be affected by any of these things and he opens up and he talks about how he felt uh, depression for the first time post post post-Olympics and there's a lot of Olympians that feel that way But because they're at this high level, they oftentimes feel like they should be able to handle this. Like I've, I've handled so many more challenging things in my lifetime that this should be absolutely nothing. Like what is wrong with me? I should just get on, get on with life, get over it. It's going to be fine. And just try to sweep it under the rug is what a lot of athletes try to do. But doing that only creates this compounding effect where I'm going to push it under the rug. I'm going to leave it there and I'm not going to address it. And then once something else come up, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it under the rug and let it sit there and not address it. And doing that is only going to make things significantly worse in your experience. We also see, see athletes like Simone Biles, another Olympian who actually pulled out from competing at the Olympics because she didn't feel mentally ready to do so. Her mental health was not at a state where she felt comfortable to go into a performance where she could potentially get injured if she was not prepared. We also see basketball star Kevin Love. He's quite open about uh, about his experience with his mental health and how it started uh, after experiencing a fir- his first panic attack. Before that, he kind of did the same that I was just talking about, you know, don't talk to anybody about what's going on internally, what you're feeling like you're struggling with, having a difficult time with, and rather just push it down and don't address it. And then all of that builds up and kind of culminates in this one moment of having this panic attack. And that really opened his eyes to see that he has to address these things, right? So it's not just student athletes. It's not just Professional athletes, it's not just people in specific areas, it's everyone that is susceptible to experiencing these things. And it just so happens that athletes are even more susceptible because of the surmounting pressures that they deal with on their day to day basis. Another really amazing advocate for mental health is Victoria Garrick, who is a former volleyball player at USC, and she's got her TEDx talk, which I believe has over 530,000 views. I watched the first couple minutes of this even earlier today, and it's really amazing the way that she paints the picture of what student athletes have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And even listening to that first couple minutes, And putting myself in the shoes of this athlete that she's talking about brings me back to those days in university when that was my experience. And I can paint my own picture of what that felt like during that time of my life and how stressful and overwhelming it felt to be the person that showed up a minute late, to... Not be performing at your best, to be expected to drop everything at the door, regardless of what's going on in your life, and show up and perform for your team, the amount of stress that that causes for athletes is absolutely insane. And the expectation of any coach or any organization to have their athletes be able to just completely disregard anything that's impacting them at that point, whether that's from school. From their relationships, from family, things that are going on in their personal lives is a pretty difficult expectation to give to anyone. And so that's why we're starting to see a lot of changes in and around the mental health aspect for athletes in particular, because they are so much more susceptible to these experiences than the average person is. At the same time, they don't necessarily have the same resources that the average person would have. I I think about being a student athlete, just being a student in general, like I feel like you're just constantly living off of the minimum thing possible, like you don't have excessive amounts of money, you don't have excessive amounts of time, so like how is it that student athletes who are pretty much balancing a full-time athletic schedule with a full-time academic schedule, not being able to go and visit friends and family and being expected to perform at high levels... How is it that they are supposed to go and access some of these extra resources of going to see a school counselor who is probably fully booked because she's got, he or she has, you know, thousands of other students that they have to tend to, you know, how is it that they are going to actually get the support and the help that they need? And this is where the mental performance coaching comes in. And I'm not suggesting that mental performance coaching be a substitute for any sort of psychotherapy or therapy in general, because it's definitely not. And there's a big difference between coaching and therapy. So wanted to make sure that that is very clear from the start. But having the extra support for your team through the mental performance coach is an absolutely amazing addition to have. Because... This is the person who is still trained to be able to listen to what is going on in this person's life and to be able to provide them with some tools that might help them to cope a little bit better. Do this by making sure that we're understanding and listening to what's going on, seeing if it's the coaching that's going to help, or maybe we need to, to seriously recommend them to see a therapist, someone who's going to be able to provide a little bit more support and help than we would be able to. But to still have that trust and support from somebody that's close to the team to a certain extent and understands the day-to-day you know, challenges that they are facing is a huge plus for them. And it's not only going to help them within the sport, it's going to help them in all areas of life. And I always do my best to make sure that I am conveying that message about the transferability of the tools that mental performance coaches provide for athletes because it's not just about sports performance yes the main goal is to make sure that we are providing athletes with tools that are really going to help them thrive and to be able to perform at peak levels on a consistent basis of course that is like the biggest goal but simultaneously what we want to be seeing is athletes being able to use these tools in other areas of life as well. And they're able to cope better. They're able to manage time better. They're able to strategically plan how is it that I'm going to get from point A to point B, whether that's in athletics, academics, or in their professional careers after sport. So all in all, I'm going to link a bunch of the articles from people like Michael Phelps, Simone Biles, Kevin Love, Victoria Garrick, I'm going to link her her TEDx in the show notes because I do think that these are really powerful messages that these athletes are sending and sharing and I'd love for everybody to be able to access and read those and just a reminder like everybody is going through something you might not see it on the outside, on the surface, because people are really good at putting on masks when they need to. Think about your own scenario. You have probably put on a mask in the, in the past, or even now, to make sure that it looks like things are going good, because you don't want people to know that you're struggling. But I'm telling you, and all of these other athletes are telling you, that it is okay to not be okay. And that it's okay to open up and to talk and to share and to look for that support that you need in order to get through the day, the week, whatever it is that you need to be okay. So all of that being said, thank you guys so much for your patience with a late episode and also for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. And if you find this episode to be of any value... Please go ahead and hit that share button, share on social media, share directly with a friend who you think could benefit from hearing this message in and around Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you're feeling so generous to please leave us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. This is what's really going to help us grow the podcast and to reach new audiences just like yourself. See guys, and we will see you next week.